Welcome back to the Homework Assignment Podcast. I'm your host, RJ Patino, and today we've got a great show for you. We are accompanied here with uh, Jensen Job, owner and, uh, and CEO, founder of Haven Construction, um, and he is going to be joining us. We've got some Q&As. We had posted this online um, about a week or two ago asking the, the public for questions like, hey, what are you guys struggling with? What exactly do you guys want to hear from us that can help you get past a break point in your business or get past a slump that you may be in? Because we all know that we all get those, right? So, um, but right now, let's let's introduce Jensen. Uh, Jensen, thanks for being here today with us. Yeah, my pleasure. Um, and for those of you guys that don't know, Jensen's actually my uncle-in-law. He's my wife's uncle and uh, he's been a great mentor for me and our business here at Elder. Actually, there's I don't know if Elder would have been a thing without uh, Jensen and, and his mentorship. So that's, you know, huge gratitude on our end. Um, so Jensen, what is Haven Construction? What do you guys do? So obviously Haven Construction is a, a, a broader company than what I do in the company. So I'll just, I'll just share what I personally do. So I have focused on windows and doors since 2005. So that's been my primary focus. Prior to that, I was doing remodeling. I started in, in the business in 2003. So I was focused. I actually started knocking doors. That was my uh, initial like thing. Was that before technology or after? Hey, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, but I, that's how I started. So knocking doors, getting uh, leads for actually for my dad for remodeling at that time, mainly kitchens and bathrooms. Two thousand five, we started doing uh, windows, um, and then I'd say about seven years ago started to do more of a focus on transformations to create like an indoor outdoor living with uh, big sliding glass doors multi-slides bifolds creating that indoor outdoor living opening up the house making it feel um, like a model home yeah so, so yeah that, that's kind of the primary things that i do so uh, don't do really focus a lot a whole lot on new construction but mostly just like retrofits right so and, yeah. and so to kind of go deeper and, and kind of elaborate on that so obviously you have a ton of brothers um I don't remember how many, but I know you have a lot. Yeah, yeah. knows that, right? So and they're all in construction. So everybody has like a certain piece of construction that they specialize sure. in, and you specialize in what's called dream walls, pretty much, right? You guys yeah, have yeah. branded, sure, um, disrupt the industry, and people like know your product as instead of a multi-sliding, like, hey, I want a dream wall. I know sure, John yeah, was yeah. telling me oh, about yeah, that a little sure. while ago. Yeah, like yeah. someone called in and said, hey, I want a dream wall, and that's like that's amazing, right? Because yeah. people know your product. Um, you know, you branded it, right? So um, how how exactly long, how long have you been in business and how has the expansion or the, um, you know, over the years as you've grown, like how have you grown and like what have you done to grow your company exactly? So I've been in business since uh, Haven Construction started in 2009. Um, as far as growing the business, we did do a little bit of advertising. Obviously I mentioned door knocking from the beginning, uh, but they do a little bit of like print, print advertising, did some home shows. Um, in 2017 is when we started kind of focusing on, you know, the dream wall thing where we are, you know, creating that indoor outdoor living and changing your home, not your address. That's our little slogan. Um, and I'd say the biggest thing is just trying to do a good job and making, making sure that the homeowner knows that they're important and communicating with them and doing a good job. And then you get referrals. Yeah. So as far as advertising, we're probably way different than a lot of companies and we don't really spend money on advertising. Yeah. Everything's been yeah. word of mouth. Yeah. And I mean, just from what I've seen in the last, I mean, when you first started kind of helping me and mentoring me was in like, I think 2020. So it was like three or four yeah. years ago, barely. And like, 
you know, I didn't know exactly where you were from then, but just seeing how much you guys have grown and it's all been word of mouth. Like you guys have to be absolutely almost perfect in my opinion on what you do for how much you've grown and like the partnerships with all the vendors that like have partnered with you sure, to yeah. sell their product. Like I know, I don't know very many companies that just do sliding doors like you guys do. Like that's what you specialize in. So that's um, fantastic. Well, um, well, that's Jensen for you guys. Um, so someone who brings a lot of experience, a lot of knowledge, and not just you know construction or windows, but also in entrepreneurship and how to build a business. Um, how has uh, your guys' revenue grown over the years? Like, have you been pretty stagnant? Have you been growing? No, we grow every year. That's also probably something I should like know more about. Like, hey, what's the dollar amount of business we've done this month or this year? I personally don't really focus on that that much. Um, but we definitely have grown. Yeah, right. 100%. You know, and I can tell by just you know people that are working with me, adding members to our team and just you know all the work that that we have and all the things that I have to do on a on a daily basis. Yeah, yeah, phenomenal. Well, today we are going to do a Q&A. So like I said, we got three amazing questions that's been provided by you guys and we're excited to answer them um, and really just kind of dig in and, and, you know, it's all organic, obviously. So we're really excited to hear what's going on. So our best friend uh, and the best producer in the world, Michael David Laser over here. I wouldn't say the best. Um, yeah, and I was told that this room is kind of nice and cool. Yeah, <laughs> my my body runs a little hot. It's feeling yeah. a little warm up in here, man. I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure the AC will kick on here in a second. Yeah. <laughs> All right, you guys ready? So, yep. first question we got is: Do you feel like you have a good balance between your home life and work life? You want to go first on that one? Yeah, I do actually. Uh, I always, I, should, I would say that I wasn't always the best at that. Um, definitely different times in my life. I've worked, 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 worked. Like we're talking like minimum twelve to sixteen hours in a day, right? Um, but it, it's a situation where, at different points in your life, especially when you're getting started with things, you have to make sacrifices and you have to make choices and it kind of depends on like you and your i mean I've, I've been married for almost 18 years i got six kids um my wife is amazing she's never worked though like so that's like that's we, we have that balance where it works out good for us like if i have to work a little more i have to put more hours in then she understands it and it works well for us right but yeah i mean at this point in my life you know yeah i'd say a really good balance a lot of flexibility with my schedule and I always want to be there for any type of sporting events or any type of rehearsals, recitals or anything like that. I'd say I can always schedule around and always be there for my my kids. Um, I can take time to go on vacation and be with them and spend time with them. So yeah, I'd say for me at this point in my life, I have I feel like I have a really good balance. Yeah, I know. And that's a great point. So, you know, what's interesting is, um, you know, I was listening to it, well, we went to a event for 10X with Grant Cardone and they were talking a little bit on the balance of life. And they said like the balance doesn't really exist. And I don't think they're meaning like literally doesn't exist. I just don't think it exists 24 seven every single day. Um, like there's days like where you do stuff to put in 12 hours or, you know, sure. 14 hours or whatever, you know, like you know, we, I went to an event over, you know, this last weekend and an event before that or that weekend before it's like I was gone those Saturdays and Saturdays are like a big family day for me. Sure. And so it's like, I may not have balance every day, but overall finding that balance is really just, you know, in my opinion, having your priorities straight. Um, I think Brandon Dawson um, at this conference, who's Grant's partner, he was talking about the balance. He's like, you know, 
I'll go a couple months where I'm working a ton and like, I don't have, you know, I'm not spending a lot of quality time with my kids, but then I have that month where I go on vacation and like, I am there with my daughter and that is me there with her. Um, and he was talking about um, either him or John Maxwell, who's, you know, the number one nonfiction book writer in the world. And they were talking about like, um, and again, I don't remember who it was, but they're like, you know, he asked his daughter if, if she remembers, you know, or him not being around you to work. And her response was, is like, actually, Dad, I don't remember you ever not being around. Like, of course, you were working a lot and gone a lot. But when you were here, you were here. And like, yeah, I don't remember sure. when yeah, you yeah. weren't here. I remember when you were here. And that's the impact it had. And I think I think that's important to know, because as far as like business owners, like that is such a huge sacrifice is not having that family time or not spending enough time with your wife or your kids. And we feel guilty, right? Like, I'm newly married somewhat, you know, I've been married almost five years and, you know, I have a couple kids and it's like, I feel like those years are super important, but then here I am, like I'm building a business and I'm having to sacrifice that time. But another thing John Maxwell said, which stuck with me was he's like, but is it really a sacrifice? Because at the end of the day, you may be putting it in now, but what, oh, yeah. but what you're getting out of it is everything you're going to need to build those memories and have even more time doing insane things with your kids. Oh yeah, for sure. And you know, one of the things you taught me, which again, I, I think I brought up to you a couple of times, is like, hey, you know, you used to tell me you, your time's now, like your kids are small, they're being nurtured by mom, like the time you really want with them is when they're in junior high and high school where you're, you being there is really going to have a huge impact on them. And it's like, okay, now I got to really hustle, you know? Yeah, no, um, sure. <laughs> So anyways, you know, as far as the balance go, I, that's kind of my opinion. I think it exists. Um differently on a daily basis sometimes it's there and it's gray and then other days it's not really there maybe you're full-time going to work um but i think it's important to recognize that it's not a 50 50 balance it's more you know like this podcast is a homework assignment right so our um mission is to find the balance and it's not a like there's a fine line that just exists around the board it's a balance of like a different balance of day to day, week to week, month to month, year to year. And it really depends on where you're at with your career. Totally. Right. Um, I'm sure your, you know, your balance to work and home life was way different when you were first starting out versus now sure. you have a system, you have a structure, you have people under you. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. So, most definitely. Most so, definitely. Yeah. So that's fantastic. Sure. Hope that answers it, that question. And then I think also <laughs> it kind of depends on your relationship with your, you know, with your spouse. Like, yeah. Um, like what, what are the, what are their expectations? What are your expectations? And just communication is really key. Yeah. On that. Yeah. I think like for those of you guys that are building a business, um, whether you're married or you're not married, your wife is probably the most important key to your success because hands down that like for me, yeah. you know, my wife, I was at this conference and she was like, Oh, you're meeting Grant Cardone. I really wish I was there. I just want to be your biggest asset. And it's like, well, you are. Cause I can be here and you're, I know you're at home and you're yep. taking care of me. I, I can have a family and be a successful entrepreneur at the same time. Yep, exactly. And that benefits the entire family. Like I couldn't do that without you. You yeah. know what I mean? So, uh, yeah. So one thing on that, I'll just say like, it, for me, the most important decision you make is who you marry. Yeah. Right. That's yeah. the most important thing. And as you have kids, there's nobody more important to you in your life. Like my kids are the most important thing to me. Right. And I know my, my wife is always there to take care of them. Yeah. Right. Exactly. So I don't, I don't have to have that stress or that worry. So that helps me focus on work Yep. and help me be able to get the things I need to done. If I had to focus on like more than that, more than that, I, I don't know what I'd do. Yeah. So yeah, I, you know, I'd say and, that's, that's a good thing. I mean, Every every uh, successful businessman always hey what do they say it stands a woman yeah right there, there's a woman behind every successful business, businessman 
pause yeah. real quick. Do you mind if I not specifically talk about, but bring up how like you were in a rut for like a couple months? Oh, I don't care. Okay. Just want to make sure. So, yeah. Um, and I hope you don't mind me bringing it up, but I know like a little, a little while back, something happened. Um, you know, you had, a, you had a family issue or something arise and you were kind of in a rut at work, right? Your balance was thrown yeah, off. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, it, it was thrown off, but it was thrown off like it was uh, something that I chose, right? My, my wife fainted and it scared me, right? I didn't know what was going on. You know, it was a really scary situation. We took her to the hospital. We did lots of testing. And then because of that little experience, I just wanted to like, it made me like reevaluate my life and think like, okay, well, do I really have to do this for work? And do I have to do this? Can I have somebody take care of this for me? Can I delegate? Um, so kind of in a rut in a way for work, but at the same time, um, it was a good thing for me because I was spending more time with my wife Yeah, and I felt like she needed me, but I also, I wanted to be there for her as well just to make sure everything was good. So, well, and I remember like yeah. you were taking your kids to school in the morning and stuff. Like, oh you yeah. You were doing all kinds of stuff. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And, and it was kind of fun. Like, so yeah. I, mean, I can't, I can't say, but, but yes, was I, I wasn't as focused on work for yeah. sure. Yeah. So yeah, work things or, or I was delegating more than I typically would have. And I think that, you know? I think one of the points that, uh, you know, the pictures that that paints is like, you know, I, I know like when my wife leaves my kids with me, I'm like, Oh my gosh, like this is a totally different job. Like this is a lot oh, yeah. more difficult. Oh, yeah. And it's like, it makes them even more essential. I feel like when we're talking about like sure. having that per that wife at home, being able to be that homemaker and it allows us to be successful. And I know from my experience and a lot of people attest to this, like when things are good at home, you are more successful at work. You're at For your sure. best. Like, oh yeah. If you're definitely. in a fight with your wife and it's a bad fight, like you're bringing that to work and it's that energy you're putting out on everybody and it's just draining you. Right? Yeah, yeah. So. For sure. Cool. Well, that was that was a good question. What else we got? Yeah. You guys ready for the next one? Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> All right. Let's go ahead and get to the next. It is what is a quote that has made a lasting impact on your life? I have one, I would say. Do you? So, I'm after you. Uh, my quote is if it's to be, it's up to me. Right? So, that's what my dad taught me as a little kid. If it's to be, it's up to me. Basically, taking responsibility. Right? There's certain things, there's been mistakes that have been made on, on jobs since we're talking about work. But you know what? I got to take responsibility. You know, I, sh I, I should have inspected what I expected. That's also another little thing that my dad always says, right? Inspect what you expect. So if you expect something, you should be following up. You should be checking on that. You know, if it's, it's up to me. It's my responsibility to take care of that. I have no one else to blame for any problem that I have other than myself. You know, you think about any type of problem that you have in your life. I'd say most of it's self-inflicted. There might be a few little trials that maybe God wants to send your way to be able to help you to list, learn a certain lesson. Um, but I would say most problems are self-inflicted. Yeah. And, and it's funny you think of that cause I was like trying to think of my quote and I'm like, I don't know if it's a quote, but it's a phrase that has stuck with me and it's assume all responsibility. Oh, um, so it yeah. literally goes hand in hand because well, yeah. I think, you know, you've been able to see our company grow, right? Sure. Um, yeah, yeah. and you know, we've, we've had a lot of, of hardships, um, you know, just running projects wrong, you know, doing stuff wrong. Um, and we've been able to fix a lot of that. But one of the biggest things is like, as I was growing the company and becoming a leader, um, you know, I always was just like, okay, I have this process. And if somebody wasn't doing it right, it was like, dude, they're just failing at their job. Um, well, rather now after going through, you know, a bunch of 
you know, self-development and working on myself, it's like, okay, I need to assume all responsibility. And by doing that, I'm starting to realize, okay, they're not the problem. I'm the problem. Um, and I think it's, and I actually do think it's Ed Milet who, who talks about it in his book, his book called the power of one more, I believe. And he talks about, he's like, Hey, you have to assume all responsibility as a leader. He's like, he gave a scenario and he said, if you are at a red light and you're waiting for it to turn green and someone slams right into you, whose fault is that? Well, you have every reason to be like, well, it's their fault. They didn't see me. They didn't stop. You know, I, I couldn't see them. And he goes, but take a step back and assume responsibility. Maybe you could have left for work a little bit sooner. Maybe you could have, um, you know, taken a shorter shower and by doing different things, shorter, longer, whatever the case is, it wouldn't have put you in that position. But by assuming all responsibility, you are prepared to make a change rather than an excuse, which doesn't involve change. Um, and that stuck with me because like, you know, as we've grown here for me, I used to just blame everybody for everything. If things weren't working right, well, they're not doing enough. They're not working hard enough. Well, they're not listening. They're not following the procedures and being able to take a step back and be like, okay, drop my pride and be like, maybe I'm the problem. I was able to actually fix the issues because oh, yeah. I realized, oh, well, I'm not providing enough information here or I'm not doing this or maybe I'm not being the example that I need to be. And that has absolutely changed my business. Um, and I'm trying to apply that into my like home life right now, which I know it's already making changes, but like that has just been an absolute game changer for me, which goes hand in hand with what you're sure. saying, obviously. Yeah. So, um, yeah, for sure. Assuming all full responsibility and, and it's a hard thing to do. Um, it's hard to be humble enough to do it. We all, nobody wants to be wrong. You know what I mean? So, um, but you, it's funny cause you're just talking about, and again, a lot of things stick with me obviously, but when I remember doing a job, cause so give you guys a little rundown is like Jensen used to be. Um, so when he was my mentor, he helped me kind of get started and helped me get the capital I needed to really get elder off the ground. He actually, I had originally started elder contracting and failed horribly. Uh, cause I didn't know what I was doing. I wasn't doing things right. You know, just cause I could pick up a hammer and a tool doesn't mean I could run a business. And I learned that the hard way. Um, and so when things fell the Christmas of I don't remember. I think it was like 2019 or something. Like I had zero dollars. I um, we had a Colorado trip planned with my father-in-law Jed, and I had to go to him. And be like, I don't even have the money to pay for the gas to get up here. Um, and so, a little while after, as I was trying to kind of, I decided not to quit. I decided not to. Like I had a lot of opportunities. Um, I could have installed windows for for Grandpa um, and stuff, but I decided to keep pushing. Well, Jensen called me. He's like, Hey, you know, I'm think we're going to start a restoration company or whatever, which we know that didn't work out, you know, that, and that, that was one of the hardest things I've ever done as well. But anyways, he called me and said, Hey, like, we're going to, we want to try and do a restoration company. Uh, we want you to help us with it. And so, you know, guys gave me a salary and my job was to go get work. Well, lack of education on my part and ignorance on my part, like starting a restoration company is not a social media, like promotional type of thing, because when people have <laughs> yeah. an emergency, they're not going to go post on Facebook. Hey, my roof caved in. Like, who do you guys know? Yeah. Like they're calling the insurance company. So I went about it the whole wrong way. So for six months, you guys burned money and I didn't, I brought in work and then we didn't even get paid for some of those jobs. It was so hard to collect from these clients because sure. they use the money that they weren't counting on because insurance. Anyways, long story, but I don't remember what job it was specifically, but I remember getting the job done and you were going to come in and inspect it because we were, you know, partners and actively at that point. And, um, I was super excited. I was like, okay, Hey, we did good. And then you came in and you were just like pointing out everything wrong. Like you saw a ton of stuff and I'm like, dude, like chill out. Like 
this actually looks pretty good, um, but it inspected what you expect. Is yeah, in which I don't me. think I was being like. No, you want. I could have come across rude, but I was like, "Hey, man, you know, like you got to think this, this." I'm like, I'm looking at it. You want to find stuff wrong before right. a homeowner does. You yeah, know? well, but that's what I'm saying. Like, I, I probably was a little offended because I, you know, I was just like, oh, okay, yeah. I wanted to show you what we did. You know what I mean? But like, that's how we do it now. Like, hey, every time I go to my guys, I'm like, dude, you guys need to look for this. Like, yeah. we need to assume responsibility that things are. We got to act as if things done are done wrong and look for everything wrong. Yeah. And if we can't find anything, then you know it was done right. But that changed how we provided quality to our customers. And yeah. assuming that responsibility is what every leader, entrepreneur, father, just you as a person, everybody needs to assume responsibility because it changes your life when you can realize that the power is in your hands. Um, like I'm writing a book right now, um, and it's, I'm nice. going to call it the power of change. But that's what I yeah. talk about because cool. like. After everything I've been through, that's the only thing that's been able to get me to actually change is realizing that I am responsible and I have the power to actually change. So, I don't know. But, yeah. So, if that answers your question, uh, user, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, on, the, on the quotes. I think those are two good quotes. Quotes, yeah. Tie hand in hand together on responsibility. Is this number three? Uh, this will be the, the third question, cool. yes. So, this one is... Living paycheck to paycheck makes it hard to really enjoy life. What can we do to break that cycle? Hmm. You want, do they want the easy answer? Or I mean, I don't know. Like, right? So, I, I think that's probably a question that goes really deep. And like, yeah. in, for me, you have to change your spending habits, right? If you're living pay to, to paycheck to paycheck. Are you living a little beyond your means, right? Where can you cut back? Yeah. You know, are you buying lunch every day or are you making lunch, right? What, what could that save? $10 a day? Yeah. $10 a day times at least six days a week, I'm assuming. Maybe five days a week. It starts adding up, right? It's just the smallest things can make a difference. Did they put on there like what they mean by enjoy life or is that all they like? So Rick, can we read the question? Living paycheck to paycheck makes it hard to really enjoy life. What can we do to break that cycle? So two things, right? You have to be conscious of what you're spending money on. And then the second thing is, is try to find ways to make more money. Yeah. Right? I mean, yeah. so what can you do on the, the side? You have to have a steady, if it's a job that you're working nine to five, you have to keep that steady income to a certain point. And then at what, what point can you start incorporating other things, a little side work, and that, that should help out, right? Yeah. You know, I don't... Well, and I think you're right. I think there's, there's really two options that kind of go hand in hand. And um, who, who's the financial guru that everybody talks about, about saving money? Um, we had a client that just did it. Dave, Dave Ramsey. Ramsey. Like, there's that approach. Dave Ramsey's sure. like, hey, yeah. budget this, that, this, that. Um, but then there's also the approach of go make some more money. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. So like... I've done it the wrong way. I've done it the wrong way my whole life. Like I've never budgeted. I've only ever spent money and just trusting I was going to go make money. Um, but that works for me. That does not work for everybody. Like I know that for yeah. a fact. Um, but like, I'm not saying that you shouldn't have a budget. You need a budget. I should do a budget. I just never, I never have. Um, because for me, it's like, if my wife, if I come home, my wife has 18 Amazon bags in my front door. I'm like, well, crap, I need to go hustle this week. <laughs> and I know you know all about those Amazon packages. <laughs> hey, Amazon's good. It is Amazon's good. a good thing. When there are uh, other things that cost more, that's you're like, oh, oh no. Uh -oh. Yeah, I don't, 
Um, <laughs> but I think I think the easy answer is cut back. You know, live in your means. Um, but some like it really depends on, in my opinion, how you enjoy life. Like for me, enjoying life, like it is not being stuck in my house or in an office. Like enjoying life, like I want to go out and explore. I want to create new opportunities to uh, make memories with my kids, whether that's Disneyland or going to a different country. Like that's how I really want to enjoy life. And enjoying life for me is not having to worry about swiping my card if it's going to go through or if I have enough money to pay for something I want. Like, and again, everybody's different. There's nothing wrong if that's not how you want to enjoy life. Um, but I think what it really comes down to is, you know, making more money. There's ways there's, so there's entrepreneurship. Okay. Entrepreneur by my personal definition is someone who, um, is business minded, owns businesses and they make money, right? They're, they're the owners. They're the people who are running the show, founder, CEOs, but then you have entrepreneurship. Um, and this is actually something I learned earlier this year. Um, again, just studying and investing myself in our company is that entrepreneurship are the people that like, maybe you don't want to own a company. Maybe you want to work within an organization because owning a company comes with all the heartache, all the, you know, it's, it's a roller coaster of emotions and some people just aren't built for it. You know, I, I still question on days like I built for it. Like when, especially as you expand and grow, Um, but entrepreneur is someone that's like, you're not the owner or founder, but you are the best in your position. You are striving to constantly improve. So like if you're, if you love cooking, you can move your way up the chain as a cook, right? Or like we talk about people at McDonald's. I know people that, you know, they worked as a kid at the drive-thru and now they're the general manager. Like sure, that is yeah, how yeah. you make more money by being an entrepreneur, by being the best you can be within your field, right? I mean, so that's, that's another option in my opinion. So, oh yeah, no, you can definitely do that for sure. If you're going to uh, be a landscaper, be the le- best landscaper you can be, right? Yeah. And then work your way up. I would also say for me, like for those who believe in the Bible, and if you don't believe in the Bible, um, one thing that's brought like the most confidence for me as far as financially is, uh, is paid tithing. Yeah. So giving 10% of what you earn to God or to help build God's kingdom here on earth. So to me, that's like the, the, the biggest thing. You receive so many blessings um, that you can't even receive all of them, as it says in the Bible, right? So for me, that's a, that's a huge thing. I have a testimony of that. I, I believe that very firmly. And I think most people that are successful, they do talk about giving 10% of yeah. their income. And it's easy to say right now, but it's like for the person who's really struggling financially, how do you do that? Well, there's blessings that you can get by sacrificing. Right. Well, and you know, you read any book about people that are successful, they talk about give more than what you take. Right. So, um, and that is not only how you receive more, but it's also how you enjoy your life more. Um, you know, there's been moments in my life where it's like, okay, I need to step back and smell the roses. Cause whether or not I'm, I've been paycheck to paycheck and I've been to where like I opened the account, I'm like, holy crap, that's awesome. But I've still had the moments where I didn't enjoy life in both scenarios. Sure. You know what I mean? It's like paycheck to paycheck. Okay, cool. I'm struggling to pay bills. It's stressful, right? But when there's more money in the account, with more money comes more problems and more stress. And so there's been times where I've had plenty of money, but I'm like, crap, man. Like I'm not having the best day. I'm I'm hurting. I'm I'm not enjoying life as if as I was when I was paycheck to paycheck. Yeah. Um, You know, when me and my wife, when we first got married, I was making a thousand dollars a week, and this is before COVID. So that four grand a month was you're doing okay. Now four grand a month, you can't even (laughs) rent an apartment. I feel like, Um, but crazy. Yeah, it it is insane. But I remember 
enjoying life a lot more. I enjoyed more time with my wife. You know, I was able to have my hobbies. I video gamed all the time. Well, fast forward now, I'm sacrificing all that and maybe not enjoying the things I used to love because I want to get more. So I think there is a balance there as well as not, not to have the expectation that just because you're making more money, you're going to enjoy life more. Um, but understanding that you need to find what you like to do, like make a list, make a list of what you like to do and make a list of what you don't like to do. How about you stop do or like you do less of this, of what you don't like to do and do more of the things you like to do. And that's going to help you enjoy life and figure out a way to make the things you like to do, make you money. Cause that is where you're really going to enjoy life. If you love what you do and it's not just a nine to five job, not only are you going to succeed more, but obviously you're going to have more fun, right? Hey, I just want to know who knew that you could ask one simple question and talk about it forever. <laughs> like, I think we can keep talking. Like, well, I, I mean, so I have more input, but yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm not. I, I haven't like listened to podcasts much, or, or I've never been on one. Right. So, first, well, first so one right here, we're, baby. We're starting your career. You know, that's <laughs> right. Yeah. You know, so, well, I mean, and that's the biggest thing. I like. You know, for those of you guys that are active in our podcast, number one, thank you. Like, we appreciate you guys. The reason we started this was simply because I have gone so much out of podcasts. Um, and it's not only about business, but really hearing other people that have done what I want to do and hear exactly how they did it. It's like if you could sit down with someone and you want to be a millionaire and someone said, hey, if you do X, Y, Z here, here and here and you'll gain that million dollars no matter what, how many of you guys would actually do it? You know what I mean? Like if someone said, like, if you knew, like, if you knew you could fail or do something without failing, what are the odds you're actually going to do that? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, no, for sure. And that's what, that's what these experiences are. The, the question is, will you implement it? You know what I mean? And so we wanted to create this podcast to talk, like there's a lot of podcasts about business and about, you know, personal development and just about home life and stuff. And we, one of the biggest struggles is finding the balance in home life and trying to figure out like for those of us that are working and we have to work because we all have to work, right? To, to put food on the table. Like how can we enjoy life? How can we find the balance to where, you know, we don't have to go through five divorces to build a business or we don't have to go paycheck to paycheck for right now and not enjoy life. Like we want to dig deep into those because we all have those questions, but we just don't know who to ask them to. And that's what these podcasts are for. It's mm-hmm. like, you don't, you can ask them here and we can tackle them in, but you're right. One question can go. I mean, obviously I do a lot of talking. They can go through the moon <laughs> for how much we could talk about. So are there any other questions or was that it? That was all the questions for this week. Cool. Well, you have any other inputs you want to say on anything? No, no, not really. I was waiting to get on here to lose weight, but it didn't happen. So here I am. Yeah, we tried to get him like two He's months like, ago. hey, man, I'm like, hold on. Let me lose a little bit of weight if I'm going to be on camera. Um, so there there we go. There's always something to work on in your life. You know, no matter where you're at, you can always be better. You can always be a better dad. You can always be a better husband. You can be more physically fit. I mean, I mean, holy cow. Got lots of ways, lots of areas to improve. So. Well, that's, that's a good point. I mean, like how many of you guys are waiting to do something for, for, to account, like, you know, like for you, like, Hey, well, let's wait. I want to lose a little more weight to get on the podcast, but this was a great podcast. I feel like we gave good feedback. One, I learned something, you know what I mean? And that's what this is all about. But like, how many of you guys are waiting for something to happen in order to do something? Like stop waiting, just go do it. it. Just do it. You have assume responsibility and go get it done. 
And here's a, here's a task for you guys. Here's what you need to do right now. You need to like this podcast. You need to follow this podcast and you need to review this podcast and help us spread the word, right? We want to give back to everybody. Um, this podcast is not supposed to be a monetary thing whatsoever. We just want to help others like we've been helped before. So please share the podcast. You can find the link below in the comments. You can also find the link to um, our elder contracting page and a link to Hidden Construction and Dream Walls. Um, so you guys can check them out, see what they're doing, or if you need a dream wall, you know, they're the ones who created it. So thanks for joining us today and we hope you guys have a great time until next time.